Hello, Oketa, Fakalofalahiatu, and welcome to Champions of the Pacific. I'm Tyler Anderson. Bulavanaka, I'm Vinnie Wiley. Today, we learn about the new Moana Pacifica rugby coach, and we chat to some Samoan sporting royalty. Aaron Major is Moana Pacifica's new head coach for their inaugural season in the 2022 Super Rugby Pacific competition. The 45-test All Black has Samoan, Tahitian and Cook Island heritage and has inked a three-year deal with the new franchise who will play their home games at Mount Smart Stadium until 2028. The 40-year-old was part of the Moana Pacifica's coaching team for their first ever match against the Māori All Blacks in November last year. He tells us what he's looking forward to the most and what fans can expect to see in their debut season. This is a huge privilege you know, to be in this position and to... Um, to lead our in, in my role. And, you know, what inspires me and what gives me a lot of faith is in our people. And I, I reflected a lot on my, my grandmother's journey to, to New Zealand. Uh, she was born in Rurutu, small island off Tahiti in, in French Polynesia. Um, her mother was Rarotongan. Her father was Tahitian. Um, she was whangai back to Rarotonga. Uh, when she was just four years old and she came out to New Zealand when she was 19, got on the boat and came out to New Zealand and connected with um, some Māoris from Rapaki, which is where I'm from, up in, uh, up in the Littleton Banks Peninsula there. So, you know, when I think about her journey and the hardships and the courage and the resilience she had to, to get us here, it's, uh, it's really inspiring. So there's no, for me, there's no challenge really too big for us, you know. Um, as long as we do it with with courage and we do it together, then we, we can't really can't really fail here, because um, we can only be at our best, uh, give our best um, at certain times of our journey of, of what we can give. So that's um, exciting, eh? And it's a huge privilege uh, to, to lead it. Earlier this year, it was reported that um, you weren't interested in taking the role. So I wanted to know what's changed since then. Yeah, you know, this year for me was really about having a, a bit of a break. From the game, so I hadn't really considered what I wanted to do uh, too much further down the track. Um, but I've always been connected to this journey, you know, in, in, in my heart um, since the Moana Pacifica first game last year against the New Zealand Māori All Blacks, and I've sort of been connected on the peripheries with a little bit of planning uh, with with Kevin Senior, our, our rugby director, uh, just helping him shape um, a part of the journey uh, to get us to this point. It wasn't really until uh, probably four or five months ago where um, I sat down with Sir Michael Jones and, and Sir Brian Williams in the, at Eden Park and, and they um, you know, proposed that I come on board as, as a head coach. So I had to consider that for a while and um, you know my, my heart was always saying, yep, do it. But uh, had some plans um, to... You know, to do, do some more time with my family, which has been a really good um, and rewarding part of, of this year as well. Uh, and in the end, it was too hard to say no way. Like, it's it's an amazing opportunity. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, really, to, to be a part of this journey and also to, to serve the greater purpose at, at play here. Um, and pretty hard to say no to a couple of legends of our of our Pacifica community eh? and then what they've done as well. So they really inspired me to, to jump on board this this va'a and uh, and lead in this space. So um, since then it's been pretty busy. Uh, there's been a lot of work going, and um, that's really exciting. Eh? To get to this point now, we were talking about coaches, players, staff, the rugby, the competition is um, yeah, it's getting really exciting. 
You mentioned there you're part of obviously the first Moana um, Pacifica game against the Maori All Blacks. What did you take or what did you learn from that experience coming into our next season? Yeah, it was it was a crazy week, eh? It was, it was such an enjoyable week. It was everything happened really fast. Like we were only together for um, three or four days going into the game. So really small prep time and probably the, the biggest thing that I took out of that week was the importance of our connection. You know, we're bringing um, three um, beautiful cultures in their own right. We had our Fijian boys, our Tongan boys, and our and our Samoan uh, boys coming together in a, in a short space of time. Um, so we we made sure we got our connection piece right, and that's going to be really important for us as we you know um, go into this this journey together. Is just find our grounding, find our our space nice and early. Um, so whatever we do from there, we can do it together. Um, and we can enjoy it. It's going to be an enjoyable journey. Eh? What are your goals or what are your expectations for 2022? Yeah, a big focus for us is really what we can control, all the internal stuff. So, like, we're still establishing our, our structure at the moment. We are building our program. We're bringing people into our program. And, and those people are really critical to uh, helping, helping grow our program as well. So that's really the, the, the first one is establishing all those structures we're going to need to then go and compete at our best um, in, the, in the competition. It's not an easy competition to come into, eh? And we're doing this for the first time. So there's lots of learning for us, but we'll find our way. And I think for us, success looks like if we can go out onto the field and we're really well prepared and we're competitive and how we perform as a reflection of who we are, then I think that's going to be the first part of success. And over time, um, no doubt results will start to come our way. That could happen early, but I think it's important to understand where we're at right now and the challenge ahead of us. So I'm uh, not getting too far ahead in this challenge, just focused on us at the moment. It's all about the people, Pacific Island rugby, but obviously Pacific Island announced Mount Smart as their new home uh, for from 2022 to 2028. How do you plan to keep that connection? You know, we can't go overseas, obviously, because of COVID. And so how do you keep that connection with the Pacific Islands? Yeah, it's a really good question. And, and a big part of our purpose is helping develop the game in uh, Samoa and Tonga and helping um, their, their coaches like Totai Kefu and Salala Mapasua as they're building their high-performance programs. Uh, so that connection is going well. We, we connect um, every couple of weeks and we're, we're discussing players and what the pathway might look like for certain players through to, to World Cups. Um, so a really collaborative approach, and that's happening at the higher level as well. Uh, unfortunately, it um, might be a while before we can take a team over there just with the, with the travel restrictions at the moment. But that's certainly part of the long-term vision is to, to take a team up there and play in front of our, our people on the, on the home nations, on the home islands, um, would be pretty special. Uh, between now and then, it's just a matter of um, what we can what we can do, you know. It might be um, smaller groups going up in off-seasons to run programs and uh, connect with our people up there and um, and help grow those programs. So, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's ways. Uh, just a little bit restricted in, in this initial period, I suppose. You guys have 30 players contracted. Without telling us who they are, um, what can you tell us about them? What can fans look forward to or expect? Yeah, it's, it's been a really um, exciting process for us because we started from scratch, eh? we start from zero. And probably the first questions we had to ask are, how, how are we going to play? How are we going to bring our Pacific flavour um, to life? 
as, as one team in this competition. Um, to do that, you know, we had to look at experience. So we, we wanted to have some experienced players across our group to help um, guide our younger ones because we know we're going to have a lot of younger guys uh, in our squad, which is really exciting. And that's what it's all about is um, really promoting a pathway for young uh, Pacifica players to, to aspire to this level and reach this level. Um, so experience is really key for us. Uh, looking at um, quality through the spine of our team, so our, our hookers, our locks, our nine, our 10, our 15, our game drivers was another real focus. And I'm, I'm really pleased with, with where we're at. A lot of hard work's gone to, to get those 30 names uh, committed. And um, you know, I, think, I think our fans will be really excited too when they start to get unveiled over the next couple of weeks. And I think that's going to be drip, drip fed through for the next couple of months. I've seen a lot of comments saying Mount Smart is cursed because of the uh, Warriors. You know, there's been some questioning about their performances there. Uh, what do you reckon about that comment? Oh, not so much for Moana Pacifica. You know, what I what I did learn through through my own um, you know journey into this space where we are today was the the land that Mount Smart is on is actually called Rarotonga, which is uh, obviously got my own links back to Rarotonga. So I thought that must be a bit of a sign when I was making my decision to come on board. So. I think uh, we'll turn that into a good omen for, for Moana Pacifica. The Opilonga family is sporting royalty in Samoa. It all started in 1999 when eldest brother Nusila Opilonga took up weightlifting. Three years later, he was a Commonwealth Games bronze medalist. Ali Opilonga followed in the footsteps of her brother and in 2010 the siblings made history by winning gold medals on the same day at the 2010 Commonwealth Games in Delhi. Ten of the twelve Opilonga siblings have gone on to represent Samoa in international weightlifting competitions and Ali says the sport is very much a family affair. This uh, time from God, we, we like to train and supporting brothers and sisters. And teaching for younger sister, younger brother. That's why we all family. We like the enjoying the weightlifting. Ale Opolonga won Samoa's first and to date only Olympic medal at the 2008 Beijing Games. She originally placed fourth in the women's over 75 kg division, but was upgraded to the silver medal in 2016 when two competitors were disqualified for drugs. Her medal finally arrived in the mail a year later, and 13 years on from her historic performance, Ale Opolonga is proud of her achievement and what it means for Samoa. Well, I'm so happy with the, that, that medal from Olympics. I don't know how can I, can I say the high performance in Olympics. I'm so happy with my... Thanks to Lord, the first time uh, my life will uh, I have a shiva medal. So I am uh, humble people, and I'm not thinking that with the I have a medal in the Olympics. So and I'm so happy with the country, Samoan, and especially with my family and special with my goals and uh, our team someone for lifting. It's not easy for me. I'm so happy. 
As mentioned earlier, 10 of the 12 Opilonga siblings have represented their country in weightlifting, bringing home an impressive haul of six Commonwealth Games medals, a gold medal at the Junior World Championships a couple of years back, numerous Oceania and Pacific Games titles, and of course that Olympic silver medal in 2008. 22-year-old Don Opilonga is seen as the best chance to go one better than Ale and win Samoa's first Olympic gold medal. He won a silver at the 2018 Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast, and gold at both the 2019 Junior World Champs in Suva and the Pacific Games in Apia. He also won gold in the men's 96kg category at last month's Oceania Weightlifting Champs, which had to be held virtually because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Don Opelonga says the success of his older siblings is a big motivating factor for him to do well too. I'm the young from the weightlifting, so I want to be my sisters and brother. I want to... Uh, get a gold medal for Olympics or opportunity for games to win the, the first place. Don Opelonga was considered a strong contender to win a medal at the Tokyo Olympics, but was denied the opportunity when the Samoa government ruled local athletes could not attend the Summer Games because of the global pandemic. Samoa weightlifting head coach Jerry Woolwork says Don Opelonga would have easily won the silver medal in Japan and probably pushed for gold based on his current performance. Opolonga admits the pressure and expectation on him from his family, teammates and country can be hard to deal with. It's not easy to get the, the, the high place, like first place or second place, because everyone going to want to win the gold medal. So it's not easy to take the, the first place from against because someone gonna train hard to get a goal so I trying to learn something for that person. When when you walk out onto that stage and you, and you go up to the bar do you believe that you can beat anyone in the world? Yeah I can believe I I believe I want to get the first place from goal. Yeah, so plenty of uh, big things to come, hopefully, from Don Opilonga uh, T, more than he's already achieved in his career so far. Of course, Commonwealth Games next year in Birmingham, uh, and then the Paris Olympics 2023 coming up pretty quickly as well. It would be remiss of me to forget Mary Opilonga, who's now retired from competing, but she won 10 consecutive Oceania gold medals uh, and also won a silver medal at the 2014 Glasgow Commonwealth Games in the women's 75-kilogram category, so that's a phenomenal achievement. And the Opelonga family dynasty, of course, not going away any time soon. No, we've still got the 21-year-old Jack Opelonga, who uh, won the men's 102kg category at the Oceania Senior Champs, while 18-year-old Lesila and 16-year-old Avatu are also coming through the ranks. So big sporting, weightlifting family there. It's awesome to see. And if you want to hear more from Champions of the Pacific, you can find us online at rnz.co.nz and click on the Pacific tab. You can also download us from Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. Until next time, look at you. Takite.